Okay, we're going to go ahead and get started. We'll see as people trickle in how we do. Um, I think the weather is kind of working against us today, but that's life and um, just means that those of us that are here get more benefit, um, not fighting through the crowds. So I want to thank you all for coming. I'm Troy Swanson from the library. This is one of our one book events. Since our library is undergoing an expansion, we're over here in the Marine Rooms. Normally we would do this in the library, um, so down the road. We'll have to have you guys back do some cooking and, and discussion of French culture in the library itself. Um, this is an event, uh, we want to do this because our book this year is Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin, which is set in Paris. Uh, it's set in the 50s. Um, but we wanted to expand out a little bit, kind of broaden our, our topic um, to talk about just French culture in general, use, use this as an opportunity to sample some cuisine. <coughs> Excuse me, so I want to thank uh, Kevin O'Connell, who teaches French, teaches Spanish, and also Mike O'Shea, uh, Chef O'Shea, who's coming and going right now, getting things set up for uh, doing the food, and uh, it's going to be a cool, exciting event. So with that, I'll turn it over to you guys. Thank you for coming, and um, thank you for doing thank this. You. Bonjour, mes amis. Bonjour. Can everyone, everyone, I can hear, I can hear myself, so you must hear me. Uh, I think what we're going to do today is we're going to learn a little vocabulary that goes with eating. And we're going to eat eating crepes today. Crepe, uh, that's uh, from Normandy, Br Brittany, that area. And uh, I'm sure Mike's doing a great job with his, his helpers back there. Does everyone have a piece of paper or access to one? Yeah? Okay, there's a lot of vocabulary here. I got a little carried away the other night when I was thinking that things you should, should know to eat French crepe. I got a little carried away, but let's attack some of it. Repeat, please. Vous savez, le menu d'aujourd'hui, ce sera très simple. The menu today will be very easy. Here's the menu, guys. Des crêpes au gruyère. You see where I'm at? Des crêpes au gruyère. That's a type of cheese, gruyère. So we're going to have gruyère crêpes. Des fromages variés. Several types of cheeses. Du pain. What's pain? Bread, some bread. Un pâté du, du foie. Du volaille, that's a, a pâté that's a, a, a made of uh, chicken, okay? And une tarte à l'opéra, an opera torte, which I don't know what is, what an opera torte, that's dessert, that sounds good though, an opera torte. Okay, and we're also going to have cidre, everyone has cidre. Cidre is uh, cider, but non-alcoholic cider, because we don't want to get anyone too happy today, it's, it's still school. All right, look down where it says la table. Everyone together, la table. Un repas. Un repas is a meal. So this is the typical French meal. You would get, you'd start off with an aperitif. Everyone together, aperitif. Aperitif is a uh, before drink, uh, alcoholic drink, uh, before dinner drink. Then you have l'entrée. Now in the United States, the entrée is the principal dish, but in France, l'entrée is the, is the starter, which makes sense. Entrance, l'entrée. Here we go, le plat principal, that's the main dish, la salade, and the salade is followed by le fromage, le dessert, le café, and then finally le digestif. Digestif should have an accent mark on it. Anyway, it doesn't, uh, a digestif is a after dinner liqueur. And we're gonna have those too. A little cognac, no we're not, I'm just kidding about that. Okay. All right. So let's have a few little vocabulary items here related to eating uh, crepes. Repeat, please. Un couvert. 
En couvert is just a place setting. So at a place setting, you have your fourchette. Everyone have a fourchette? Couteau, cuillère. What's a cuillère? Any ideas? Spoon. So you have your fourchette, your uh, uh, couteau is a knife, and your cuillère. All right. Here's different types of preparation here, guys, where it says préparation. Everyone together, préparation. La nourriture, that's the word for food. Repeat, please. La nourriture. La gastronomie. That's another word for cuisine, la gastronomie. And we have la cuisine. Now, these are different ways of uh, preparing the food, cooking the food. Mariné is marinated. Everyone that grillé. Free, frites, roti, au jus. Bleu, saignant, à point, bien cuit, et carbonisé. All right, so you, you can probably guess what free or frite means. Fried and roti is roasted or roast. Au jus means in sauce or gravy. Now when you're talking about meat, uh, like a steak, bleu is blue. So that's when the steak is almost raw. Bleu, that's when you, want, when you like it almost raw. Saignant means bloody. It's not very appetizing, is it? Okay. A point means medium, medium rare, a point. Okay. Bien cuit is well cooked. And carbonisé, what do you think that means? Carbonisé. Like, uh, it's like carbon, it's like uh, coal. You know, some people like it that way. All right. You're doing great, guys. Let's go to the next portion. Good manners. Everyone, has les bonnes manières. So if you want to say please in French, you say s'il vous plaît. Everyone, has, s'il vous plaît. Merci. Now, uh, how would I say good? Thank you, sir. Merci, monsieur. Merci, monsieur. And if it was a woman, I'd say merci, madame. And if it was a, a, a young woman, I'd say merci, mademoiselle. And then to say excuse me, ex- excusez-moi. Then to say I would like, everyone says, je voudrais. How would you say I would like some cheese? Any, any, any guesses? Je voudrais du fromage. See my French scholars over here. Okay. All right. How would you say I'd like some champagne? Je voudrais du champagne. Okay. The champagne's coming right now. I think it's already out there. I wish. Okay. You're about to toast somebody. You say this, à la santé. À la santé. And the other person says, à la vôtre. You see it down there? And finally, you're about to start eating. What do you say to the other person? Bon appétit. One more time. Bon appétit. Now you want to say it's delicious. We're moving on to the back. Everyone, c'est délicieux. C'est une merveille. What do you think that means? C'est une merveille. It's a marvel. It's a marvel. It's a wonder. Quel délicieux repas. Everyone, quel délicieux repas. What a delicious meal. Quelle charmante soirée. What a what a charming evening. You're really laying it on thick. Repeat, please. Je ne sais comment vous remercier. I don't know how to thank you. Je ne sais comment vous remercier. Repeat, please. Tout était vraiment exquis. It was, everything was truly exquisite. Okay? So you're really a good uh, guest when you, when you lay the compliments on like that. Now, if you have bad manners, let's try that section. Repeat, please. Les mauvaises manières. Now, you, the worst thing you can do in France is call a waiter by, you call him a garçon. Let's try it. Garçon. Garçon. Garçon, you're calling the waiter a boy. 
You don't want to do that. That's insulting. So rather than calling a waiter a boy, you call him monsieur. Monsieur, okay? All right. There's all kinds of things you can say. Uh, let's try the first one where it says garçon. Repeat, please. Garçon, garçon. Allez me chercher un autre verre. Celui-ci est plein de rouge à lèvres. Waiter, go get me another glass. This one here is full of lipstick. Okay? You don't want that. You don't want to say that to the waiter. That's very rude. Okay? All right. How about the third one? Uh, et puis, vous m'apporterez un autre couteau. And you, what's more, you'll get me another knife. Celui-ci ne coupe pas. This one here doesn't cut. Okay? Let's try the next one. Et apportez-moi du pain frais. And bring me some fresh bread. Celui-ci était frais il y a huit jours. This bread here was fresh how, how many days ago? Eight days ago. Okay, it was fresh a week ago. Okay. All right, then we have a lot of great sayings here having to do with French cuisine. Of, as you know, uh, eating is a very port, important part of the day in, uh, in a typical day in French people's lives. And socially, it brings people together. You sit and relax and enjoy your meal, and it's almost a ceremony every meal, okay? And it's a beautiful thing, okay? Uh, how about we see a little Rick Steves? You guys know Rick Steves? Yeah, I'll show you a couple of clips of Rick Steves here. A round of applause. Merci. Okay, I'm turning it off to, over to Chef Jose uh, O'Shea here. Can everybody hear me? Uh, well, thanks for coming, number one. Uh, when Troy kind of reached out to me and Kevin and uh, asked me if we would get involved with uh, the one book, one college program, I thought it was a good opportunity. Um, so uh, really what we're doing here today is just kind of exploring French food. And uh, just a couple of things about French food. Uh, you know, people think it's, it's very fancy. Uh, people think it's um, uh, expensive. People think uh, it can be unapproachable. And uh, really that's, uh, I would say, the, the quite, quite the opposite of what French food really is. Um, it's, uh, French is considered one of the uh, foundations of culinary, right? So if you can master French food, you can pretty much master just about every uh, culture and cuisine out there. Uh, a lot of the foundations you see in American food uh, and continental food in general. Continental food is considered any food uh, that comes from Europe. So whether it's French, German, Spanish, English, Irish, um, you know, a lot of the foundations are in French. Um, so today what we want to do is just kind of walk you through, I would consider it a light lunch. We'll see how you feel afterwards. But um, uh, started with crepes today, right? And we did uh, cheese crepes. Uh, and these are stuffed with, uh, with Gruyere, but we also kind of did a blend of cheeses, okay? So um, I heard Kevin, I believe, say, or maybe it was Rick Steves or one of those said that, you know, anything you can put in a sandwich, anything you can put in a pizza, anything you can put in a quiche, you can certainly stuff into a crepe, and uh, that's, that's very true. Um, and you can do sweet crepes or savory crepes. So you can have crepes for dessert. Crepe Suzette is a classic French dish uh, <clears throat> where we incorporate uh, oranges into the crepes. Uh, but today we're going to do um, cheese crepes with a, with a really, really light tomato sauce. Uh, we've also got uh, some pate. And, uh, you know, 
some people get kind of grossed out by pate, but um, uh, pate is, you know, quite simply just, just, just peasant food, really. Uh, it was a way to utilize um, parts, of, parts of the animals that maybe weren't really desirable. Uh, and over time, they become somewhat gourmet. Um, and that's kind of where that re uh, reputation for French food being sort of unapproachable and fancy comes from. But it's really quite simple. If you grew up eating liver sausage sandwiches, who ate liver sausage sandwiches? Pate is basically a liver sausage sandwich, you know? Uh, we call them force meats. That's a French term. And f a force meat is basically when you grind up meat and you make it into something. So hamburgers are force meats. Chicago-style hot dogs are force meats. Uh, meatloaf is force meats. Uh, meatballs are force meats. So, you know, we talk about the root of French cuisine. This is kind of what we're getting into. Uh, we've also got, uh, we're going to walk you through some cheeses. So if you like cheese, right, we've got some really good ones for you today. If you're lactose intolerant, uh, more for us, I guess, right? Um, we've made some classic baguettes. Baguettes are served pretty much with every meal, right, Kevin and Alex and Alan? Right, pretty much the French baguette would be breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? The baguette is the, what we call French bread, right? Um, and so we've, we've got those today. And then the baking and pastry department made some opera torts, okay? So an opera tort is a uh, very luxurious, sort of a layered uh, dessert with um, many, topped with chocolate, but there's hazelnut in there and uh, some vanilla and some layers of kind of wafers. Um, so they're, they're little squares, right, what we call petty fours, but they're very rich, very rich, and uh, great with a cup of coffee. Um, and then we are serving cider today, and I just uh, was able to sample the cider. It's non-alcoholic. But it's real refreshing and it's real light. So it's kind of a nice alternative to these cloyingly sweet soft drinks we drink here in America, right? Um, so I want you to try some of those, right? Um, but we've uh, probably talked too much. And like Kevin said, food brings people together. So you guys can, can start uh, with the buffet. Um, and so with the pate, we've got a traditional garnish of uh, hard-boiled egg, uh, capers. Capers are cousins of olives, right? They're a cured... Uh, bud of a flower that's, that's picked and cured just before it, it, uh, it blooms, right? We've also got some diced red onion and a couple different kinds of mustard. One is a Dijon, a great poupon, of course, right, kind of a thing. And then um, like a, a stone ground, okay? Um, so please, just uh, start enjoying, and um, we'll talk a little bit more as you're eating about some of the things, okay? I'm going to give you some information about some of these cheeses, uh, but please go ahead, don't be shy, and go ahead and start. Well, I hope, I hope you guys are enjoying the food. Um, I'm going to tell you about a couple, couple things about some of these cheeses we're serving today, okay? Uh, and the first thing I'm going to tell you is uh, all these cheeses are available at um, Mariano's, okay? So um, if you're a foodie and you're really into exploring some new things, uh, Mariano's is uh, one of my favorite places these days, right? Um, so the first one uh, we're going to talk about is the Lincoln Log. That was one that was in the middle of the cheese board, and it was kind of shaped like a log. That's actually an American cheese, but it's in a French style, because um, they didn't really have the French style. Uh, they're not importing uh, unpasteurized cheeses anymore. So uh, it's kind of hard to find some of the unpasteurized cheeses, if not illegal. So uh, we can, we can uh, supplement this by kind of looking at some of the American cheeses which are made in the French styles, okay? So this Lincoln Log is a uh, 
dense, soft-ripened goat cheese, so it's made from goat's milk, okay? And it's made in the classic Boucheron style, which is uh, kind of the log that we're looking at. Uh, if, you're, if you like the taste of it, it had some citrus in there, a little bit of mushrooms, some earthiness, which is a nice way of saying dirt, right? Okay. Uh, although, you know, as we all know from being kids, dirt tastes good, right? Uh, so it had the bloomy white rind and um, uh, a, a much, uh, as it describes it, as a fudge-like texture, Okay. Uh, the one in the, on, the, on one of the ends, it was kind of the uh, thicker, triangular-shaped ones. That's a, a St. Andre Triple Cream, okay? And, and it's, uh, it has a reputation for being, in, as it says in quotes here, the heavenly cheese, okay? <clears throat> um, it's 70% butter fat, so it's very rich, okay? So this is the cheese as, as it kind of sits on the board. You're supposed to serve cheeses at room temperature. Uh, it's real rich and it starts to kind of ooze, right? So it's kind of like slowly melting as it gets up to room temperature, and that has to do with the butterfat content, right? Uh, let's see, anything more about this? Um, kind of just a lot of things here about how uh, it's kind of a treat in France. Uh, the words uh, used to describe it are enchanting and celebratory, okay? Uh, lavish and rich enough for the most special occasions but also uh, merits a place on your daily menu, so. And the last one we had was a classic brie. We're probably familiar with that, right? Uh, that's 60% cream, so also very rich. Uh, and it will also uh, sort of ooze in the middle, right? And it's great to serve with, with baguettes or champagne. We don't have champagne today, but we have the sparkling uh, cider and the sparkling grape juice, um, which kind of takes you in that direction. Um, and this goes good with apples and walnuts and chutneys. So just a few things about the cheese, right? And like I said, uh, if you're looking to explore some of these things, you can uh, certainly look at places like Mariano's or Whole Foods. Uh, Pete's Produce, you know, what I'm, one thing I'm noticing about grocery stores in, in the Chicago region now is they're getting more, um, I think they're getting a better quality of food, you know? And uh, Bob Mariano, uh, one thing he's trying to do with his, with his grocery stores is uh, give you more of a European experience. So if you go to some of these, they serve wine, they have gelato, uh, there's coffee bars, um, you know, the, the, the bread's made fresh right in front of you, uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, multi-grain and uh, using all kinds of stuff rather than just pure, plain white flour, um, you know, all kinds of exotic cheeses. Uh, the meat department's pretty, pretty outrageous with lots of choices, lots of seafood. He tries to have 35 different styles of seafood available at all the time, which if you're, you know, trying to eat more seafood, that's, uh, it's good to have choices, right? Um, so if you go to Mariano's, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to give you more of a European-style experience when you shop. Um, if you buy food in Europe, a lot of times it's not done at grocery stores. It might be done in what we might call a farmer's market kind of a setting. Um, people shop in Europe. Most people shop every day, so they buy just enough food to get them through, you know, it might be a, a baguette or something like that, along with some uh, cheese and, and maybe a few other ingredients, but, um, you know, here, here we, we, we tend to shop for two weeks, you know, we buy green bananas and keep them on our counter for a week to ten days, or avocados and things like that, but in other parts of the world, they pretty much, you know, it's, uh, you catch what you eat, right? Um, right. Yeah, yes, you can. But, you 
Right. Uh, yes, well, that's kind of a rule with cheese. Uh, if, you don't like the, if you don't find the rind appealing, you certainly don't have to eat it. Some people don't. Uh, many people do not eat the rind. Some people do. So uh, that comes down to personal preference, really. Okay? Uh, but, you know, one thing I tell my students is try everything. Right? Even if you have never had, you know, uh, Josh here made a joke about Velveeta, right? So for most of us, that's probably our introduction to cheese, isn't it? Right? But then you try these, or, or Kraft macaroni and cheese, right? Which is a powdered cheese. I, I've made lots of cheese. I've never made powdered cheese. I don't have a recipe for that one. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I, I give you a lot of credit because you tried some things today. And I hope, I'm sure you tried some things that maybe you never tried before. And um, if you tried that pate and you thought, wow, I think I do like liver sausage, that was kind of the whole, uh, that's kind of what we were looking for. So uh, thanks for coming today. And I'm, I'm hope you enjoyed, I'm glad you came and I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.